Judging from recent media reports in 2013, as well as the forecasts of many investment professionals, it appears we have passed the financial crisis, which we know was caused by the early popping of the bubble economy, and there will be no aftershock. That would be welcome and comfortable news, if only it were true. Instead, what has happened since the 2008 financial crisis is just as we predicted in our earlier books, as the four interacting bubbles— stocks, housing, private credit, and consumer spending pop, they will put enormous pressure on the two remaining and much more fundamental bubbles in our bubble economy, the government debt and dollar bubbles. That's because there has been an enormous incentive to further inflate the government debt and dollar bubbles in an effort to stall the popping of the other bubbles. And that is exactly what the government has done in two ways. First, it has increased its annual deficit by almost 400%, from $167 billion in 2007 to almost $1 trillion in 2013, pumping up the government debt bubble. And even more stunningly, it has increased the U.S. money supply by an unthinkable 200%, from $800 billion in 2008 to more than $3.6 trillion as of the end of 2013, pumping up the dollar bubble. By inflating these bubbles even more, we are temporarily preventing the other bubbles from deflating further, and in some cases, such as the stock market, we are actually reinflating the bubble to some extent. This was most clearly shown in late 2010, when Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke announced another round of money printing, via the second round of quantitative easing, QE2. And the stock market not only avoided what would have likely been a 10 to 15% decline in the year, but also enjoyed more than a 10% gain. By early 2011, the market was up more than 30% from when Ben made the announcement. Now, with QE3 in place since 2012, with money printing currently at $85 billion per month in late 2013, the Dow has been hitting new highs. With great short-term benefits like this, further increases in the government debt bubble and the dollar bubble are likely to continue. Until we actually see inflation or have problems selling our government debt, there is no compelling immediate reason to face or even admit any future problem with inflation or debt. Of course, now that we have shown an enormous willingness to print money in order to buy our own government debt, we will always be able to sell it. So the only real future problem with this scenario comes when concerns over the sustainability and long-term consequences of that money printing become too great for stock market investors. In fact, we could pump up the government debt and dollar bubbles even more and truly boost the economy into high gear, double the deficit, or triple the money supply again, and no doubt stocks, housing, and the economy will improve dramatically, along with the overall economy. Only if people fear the long-term consequences of these actions will they become a problem. The story of the economy and of financial markets has become less a story about various market forces and increasingly more a desperate fight between investor fantasy psychology and the deeper reality of what's actually happening in the economy. As long as investors and politicians can ignore the future consequences— There is no short-term reason not to pump up the government debt and dollar bubbles. In fact, there is good short-term rationale for continuing. 
because if the government were to cut our federal deficit back down to where it was in 2007, before the financial crisis, the government almost certainly would cause a major recession. That would immediately pop the stock, housing, private credit, and consumer spending bubbles again. The same is true for the money supply. If we took out all the money we have printed, since the financial crisis of 2008, we would certainly cause another bubble-popping recession. But here's the catch. The only thing worse than the recession that would result from purposely deflating our government debt and dollar bubbles now will be the much, much bigger global depression that will eventually result from pumping them up even further. Deflating these bubbles now would pop our multi-bubble economy, but continuing to inflate them will eventually cause an even more massive and destructive pop in the future. We can have either pain now or a whole lot more pain later.